Many people believe that Joel Osteen has the largest church in America, but he does not. The largest church by far is one pastored by a charismatic woman who preaches daily to millions, and what she preaches is gross apostasy. For a discussion of the perverted theology, stay tuned. Lamb and Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy, a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end-time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope, and welcome to Christ in Prophecy. My colleague Nathan Jones and I have as our special guest this week an old friend by the name of James Walker. James is a former fourth generation Mormon who found the Lord Jesus Christ, dedicated his life to him, and decided to spend the rest of his life trying to lead people out of the spiritual darkness of the cults. James, welcome to Christ in Prophecy. Thanks, David. It is always a delight to have you with us. Our viewers just love you. (laughs) And uh, James, I'd like to uh, start off by uh, saying that at the beginning of this program, I referred to America's largest church as being one pastored by a woman who speaks to millions every day. Would you agree with that assessment? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I see you're biting at the bit here. (laughs) I would call that the Church of Oprah. I think that Oprah Winfrey is probably the the, uh, the most influential woman in America right now, and especially since 1994. The direction of her program, the direction of her um, altruism, the direction of what she does has a spiritual focus to it. A Time magazine identified her as the new Mother Teresa. She's a spiritual leader, and that kind of spirituality she, she's leading us to is not uh, historic. Uh, Christian, but I thought she was raised as a Baptist. Oprah was raised as a Baptist, but as, a, as really what's happened to countless, maybe millions of Americans, Oprah went through a transformation. She moved from her Judeo-Christian understanding of who God is, the nature of God, and she transitioned over to a metaphysical, New Age concept about who God is. And uh, the main watershed in Oprah's life, we document this, uh, took place in 1994. That's when the major shift took place. But she was raised Christian. And in fact, even as a little girl raised in the Baptist church, felt that one day she would be a missionary, that she would be an evangelist of the gospel. That happened. It came true. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, it's really not the Christian gospel, though. Well, now, what is it that during this transition that caused the transition? I mean, what... Well, there was evidence early on that there was some misunderstanding with Oprah. She said one of her pastors in in, in the past, she was raised in Mississippi, her father, uh, very devout Christian. Uh, but there was a pastor who said that God was a jealous God, and she misunderstood that and thought that maybe God was insecure. <laughs> and so uh, she couldn't, uh, she had issues with that. Nevertheless, she, she maintained her Christian perspective, Christian worldview, uh, but the change happened in '94. Now, her pastor at this time in Chicago was a fairly well-known minister by the name of Reverend Jeremiah Wright. I don't think you need to say much, say much more. <laughs> and uh, it was while Oprah was a member of this church. This is where she met uh, President Obama, uh, uh-huh. and so they they met at the church. They were members of the same church, and she rejected traditional Christian faith. I kind of wonder. Well, so had her pastor, because, I mean, he was yes. a social gospel preacher. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder when you hear some of the quotes from Reverend Jeremiah Wright. When, when Oprah rejected traditional Christian faith, was it rejecting the type of Christianity promoted by Jeremiah Wright? We, we may never know the answer to that question. All right. Now, you say that she has veered off the path from Christianity into the New Age. Well, what, what do you mean by New Age? 
Well, new age, it's difficult to define new age, and it's kind of like an umbrella term, but basically new age spirituality is a combination of taking, borrowing elements from various sources, partly from Eastern religion, uh, the doctrine of monism, the idea that all is one, and that that one is identified with God, that God is impersonal. Everything's God. I'm God, you're God, the table's God, everything's God. Is God, the trees are God, and that... Um, there's elements of from Taoism, from Eastern religions, from forms of Hinduism, and, and, and some, some from Buddhism as well. But that's mixed in with 19th century occultism. So you have things like some of the New Agers will be involved. As Oprah, we, we can document, has been involved with channeling, uh, with, which is where a person will put themselves in an altered state of consciousness and allegedly allow the spirit, some supernatural spirit, to come inside and take control of their body, some a dead person or some kind of ascended master or, or um, uh, some type of angel to come in and take control of their body. Uh, th- there's a mixture of things that you can kind of put under the umbrella New Age. Now, Oprah doesn't like to be identified with New Age. She got upset, didn't she? Didn't somebody in her audience say that you've moved to New Age? She says, I don't like crystals and all that, and she got upset about it. So yeah, making many I, people think she's a Baptist. Well, I want to I focus, though, there on the New Age. Now, yeah. let's talk for a moment two things. What does the New Age believe about God, and what do they believe about Jesus? Well, New Age believes in God, and that God is one. But they believe that God is all and everything's God. Technically, this is called pantheism. Yes, right, okay. Christianity so an is impersonal based on God. Monotheism. Yeah, they would, a, a pantheist, a New Ager would more, be more comfortable saying God it. God is a force or a power or a principle, not you, God who. Would it be correct from a New Age viewpoint to say that if you want to find God, go inside? Yes, because all is God, that means you are God. Yeah. You're God, but you just don't know it. So what you need is some type of altered state of consciousness or some type of of event that helps you go within and contact the deity that was within you. It's within the dolphins. It's within the trees. It's within all. I remember Shirley MacLaine said she used to go out to the seashore, and as the ocean roared in, she would raise Mm -hmm. her hands and say, I am God, I am God, I am God, I am God. Yes. (laughs) All right. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, uh, is they, the New Agers would have um, a lot of respect for Jesus. Jesus was a great teacher. He was, but they, they believe that what Jesus taught was New Age spirituality. Uh-huh. And that, that uh, Jesus recognized himself as God, but he also recognized all as God. And they, will mis, they would misinterpret uh, where Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. Mm-hmm. Jesus is talking about his own self. The kingdom of God is in their midst. But they would say, no, that what Jesus meant to say that you are God, you just don't know it. Well, now, I'm sure there are many people who are sitting here right now and they're saying, Oprah can't be that bad. I mean, look at all the good she does. Orphanages in, in, in uh, Africa, giving away automobiles to people and all this sort of thing. She's a, such a good person. She, you know, I think she does a lot of good. And let me say, I, I read last year uh, Oprah's... Uh, Unauthorized biography came out by mm-hmm. Kitty Kelly, yeah. and I read it. And I, you know, I've watched hours and hours of the Oprah Winfrey Show. She's got her own network now. The Owen, uh, the own Oprah mm-hmm. owns you. The the Oprah Winfrey Network. <laughs> but uh, I think I still believe Dave that she's sincere. I I, I think that she, that somewhere inside that there's a sincerity there, and that's why I've not given up on yeah, praying okay. for Oprah. Yeah. I pray for Oprah. I ask other Christians. She would be a game changer. Could you imagine oh, yeah. with her 
Uh, if, she would, if she Her would transition to the true God of the Bible and true Christianity, how influential that No was. doubt about that, because a few years ago she started a new aspect on her program where she would recommend a book. And instantly that book became number one bestseller on the New York Times, and nearly all the books are New Age books. Unfortunately, a lot of them are. And I want to come back and talk about those books, okay? All right. Welcome back to our interview of James Walker, president of Watchman Fellowship in Arlington, Texas. James is an expert on cults and the false religions, and his ministry has produced a catalog of these organizations, and you can get a copy through his website. James, why don't you tell folks how they can get in touch with you? You know, our, on our website at www.watchman.org, we have a uh, what we call the Index of Cults and Religions. Over a thousand, I think twelve hundred or something, religious wow, organizations, cults, occult groups, controversial doctrines, practices, all cross-referenced. And it's a great place to go if you've heard about something to get more information. Start with our Index of Cults and Religions at watchman.org. Well, I go to your website a lot. It's a great website. <laughs> it is. It's a wonderful Thanks. one. And uh, James, uh, uh, Nathan and I would like to highlight some of Oprah's apostasy uh, from the Christian faith and from her youth by uh, giving you some quotes to respond to. In other words, we, we don't want to just make baseless allegations here. We want to take the words right out of her mouth, give you the quotes, and have you respond to them. Okay? And the first one is this. I quote her, The God I believe in is a force. If you believe in rhythm of nature and believe in love, then you believe in God. Yeah. This is typical that most even Christians hear Oprah talk about she believes in God. They stop right there and they go, oh great, she, Oprah believes in God. But if you listen to what <laughs> she says about God, God is a force. Well, this is the heart of pantheism. Well, it sounds like God's, Hinduism to me. Sounds Sometimes, like Star Wars. Yes, it, not, God's not a, it. Uh, God is a He according to the Scriptures. God is personal. But the, the, the big issue is, is God going to be an impersonal force or is God going to be a personal God that we can communicate with, have a relationship with, that we can sin against, we can repent towards? Uh, this is not the God that Oprah currently... Same theology of the Star Wars movies, isn't it? Yeah, the force the be with force. you. But beware of the dark side. There you have the Taoism that this same force, which can be so helpful, beneficial has a dark side and a light side. This is in Taoism called the yin and the yang. This is Eastern religion being manifest uh, using, you know, uh, Christian sounding words like that. In fact, God. Christianity is the only religion in the world that has a personal God, a personal God. I mean, uh, for example, uh, the, uh, the Quran teaches a very impersonal God. Yeah. The, the idea of relationship with God yes. is foreign to all other religions. Right. <clears throat> How about this one? I am not New Age anything, and I resent being called that. I am just trying to open a door so that people can see themselves more clearly and perhaps be the light to get them to God. Okay? Isn't yeah. that mean that she's a New Ager? I mean, everything there sounds new Well, she new says, age. I'm not New Age. And, and, yeah. and really, I think Oprah's not trying to be deceitful here. I mean, I, I, I don't know her heart, but I think she probably honestly doesn't know she's New Age. Mm -hmm. And she does resent being called New Age, but that's typical of people involved. I hear this all the time. I'm not New Age. In fact, I don't even know what New Age is. Well, now, wait a minute. If you don't know what New Age yeah, is, then how do you know that you've not brought, bought into, that you've not uh, integrated into your doctrine, your, your philosophy, some of the basics of New Age? Uh, Oprah has, has, is friends with, promotes, uh, con, uh, endorses 
virtually any major New Age teacher, from Shirley MacLaine, which is the poster child for New Age in the 1980s, uh, all the way up to uh, Deepak Chopra, to uh, Marianne Williamson, she's promoting these New Agers, promoting their doctrine, philosophy. I think maybe she just doesn't understand that what she's doing is so uh, New Age. I just don't know how in the world anybody could say they're not New Age when all of her guests are New Age. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't Channeling make sense to me. demons and spirits is not Christian. Yeah, yeah and <clears throat> Oprah herself is channeled. Uh, it's interesting that she, she did a, of course, The Color Purple is what she's most known for, but she did a later program in 1998, a, a movie called Beloved, where she played the part of a, of a former slave, and it's all, the movie's all kind of spiritualism and, and the occult in the movie. But one of the things is Oprah claims later on several occasions that she was actually contacted her ancestors and was channeling the spirits uh, of former slaves in order to get into the part that she wasn't acting as much as she was allowing these spirits to come inside her. And she uses the word channeling. In fact, she said the whole cast was channeling. Who does she think these spirits are? Well, again, from, from a Christian perspective, a dead person cannot make this kind of contact with the living. The Bible calls this necromancy, attempt to communicate with the dead. From a biblical perspective, it's either a psychological disorder, the person's deceiving themselves, or the very real possibility it could be a demonic spirit yeah. pretending to be a, a benevolent good spirit or some kind of dead person in what really amounts to a form of, of spirit Well, King Saul was condemned by God. For yes, doing this. Absolutely. Now, uh, uh, Shirley MacLaine is one of her uh, poster ch- children, as you put it. Shirley MacLaine was on Oprah's show, and she said that uh, the way to really find out the answer, answer to life's questions was not by going to the Bible, but by going to your inner self through meditation. And when she said that, and I quote Oprah, Oprah said, You know, that is the same as what the Bible teaches when it says, Ask and it shall be given, seek and you shall find. Yeah. Again, it's a misunderstanding. It's taking the Bible out of context. You're not asking, the Bible when it says ask, seek, you're not asking Sherman McClain. You're not looking in the mirror and asking yourself. Uh, The problem is many of these new agers are seeking God, which is a good thing. The problem is they find God in the mirror. See, this God cannot, cannot give you the desires of your heart. This God, this, the God that you find in the mirror cannot satisfy your deepest spiritual yearnings and longings. Anyone who can find God in the mirror is in desperate situation. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Nathan, I think you found a real off-the-wall yes, quote from Oprah. How about reading really that off-the-wall. As I read more of Shirley MacLaine's writings, that should tell you something there, and the Aquarian Conspiracy... It seems to me that they are saying that the Bible has always said is just that many of us were brought up with more restricted, limited vision of what the Bible says. Restricted, limited vision of what the Bible says? Right. Now, what, what many New Agers will do, and you'll find this with all, whether it's Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, they will take the Bible and they'll try to say that the Bible actually teaches their doctrine. Okay. And so you'll find that with the New Agers. You'll find the Bible where Jesus said, you must be born again. And so they'll say, well, see, Jesus said reincarnation. You must be born again and again and again. When you take the Bible in the whole context, of course, you you see that the Bible says it's appointed to all men once to die. And after that, the judgment, there is no reincarnation. There's a facing, a judgment time where we'll all stand before God. And that's what the Bible really teaches. Mm -hmm. But they'll go through and pick things. The kingdom of God is within you. They'll take things out of context to make it appear that that Jesus and the Bible are promoting New Age spirituality. Well, doesn't she believe that Jesus is an even God, that He's an ascended Master, something we need to look for and become like Him because we can be an ascended Master like Him? Isn't that the Aquarian conspiracy? Yeah, yeah. the the idea is 
now they may say Jesus is God, but only in the sense that everything's God. Yeah. The, the okay. uh, you know the dolphin's God and the tree is God. So in that sense, Jesus is God. But they would make a distinction, almost every New Ager, between Christ and Jesus. Jesus was a mere man, they would say, where Christ is a concept or idea that Christ had of his divinity, but we all need to have that same Christ consciousness. And we can all emulate Jesus by realizing our own divinity within. Again, the idea is you go within to find the truth. Now, in that quote that uh, Nathan just read, she refers to the writings of Shirley MacLaine, which we know are off the wall. But what is this thing that she refers to as she being impressed with the Aquarian conspiracy? Yeah, Marilyn Ferguson wrote a, a, a book which kind of became a blueprint, con, uh, Aquarian Conspiracy, back in the 1960s. And basically it was a blueprint for ha- taking what we now call New Age spirituality and mainstreaming it. Okay. And it's interesting to go back and see that some of these things that were theories that they would hope would be something that could be brought into place or actually um, uh, have actually happened now. So in the 1980s and 90s, uh, New Age spirituality was considered to be uh, off the wall. It's mainstream now. So you go to the bookstore, it's in virtually every section of the bookstore now. Now James, one of the things that um, Oprah has emphasized the most in recent years is something called The Course in Miracles. In just a moment we want to come back and have you comment on that. Welcome back to Christ in Prophecy and our interview of James Walker. James, uh, back in 2008, Oprah announced that she was going to start offering a year-long course on her satellite radio program entitled A Course in Miracles. What was that all about? Well, A Course in Miracles is a New Age classic going back, the foundation of it in the 1960s actually. There was a woman named Helen Shookman who was a a psychiatric... uh, um, uh, pra- practitioner, uh, a clinical psychiatrist who heard a voice in her head. And that voice identified itself as Jesus and said, this is a course in miracles, please take notes. <laughs> and so over the next years, she gets this dictated information, which is really channeling, back to what we talked about earlier, channeling, this voice telling her, my name is Jesus, she begins to take notes. Up comes his book. It's about this thick. It's called and Automatic Writing, isn't it? It's similar to Automatic yeah. Writing, but it's form of channeling and inner dictation. And she comes up with a book about this thick entitled A Course in Miracle. Now, Marianne Williamson later writes a book called A Return to Love, which is based on the principles found on, in A Course in Miracles. Now, Helen Shookman died uh, in the early 1980s, but this has become a classic in, in New Age circles. The teaching that Jesus, this spirit calling himself Jesus tells us is that everything we're seeing right now is actually a dream. A dream, yes. It's not here. No reality. There is no reality. We're actually in heaven right now, sleeping in, in, in hev- safely in heaven, and all this that we're seeing right now is an illusion. Bad dream. Now, this is another New Age teaching that is borrowed from some Eastern religions called Maya. The idea of Maya is that everything we see is an illusion, and in many forms of New Age, once you understand that, you can change reality by the powers of your mind. You can visualize or say the right words, speak into existence, or think the right thoughts, like the secret, which is another thing Oprah pushes real hard. And you can create your own reality. Well, that's all based on the idea that there is no uh, independent, uh, self-identified reality outside what we project from our minds. This is the core teaching found in this year-long 
uh, course that this uh, is Oprah Eastern religion gone to seed. Absolutely, James, and yet Oprah shocked. Oprah pushed this for a year on a radio program for a whole year. Some of the teachings that she made them say every day, I, I just couldn't believe it. A slain Christ has no meaning. The audience all repeats that. A slain Christ has no meaning. The journey should, to the cross should be the last useless journey. I mean, the last what kind of journey? Useless journey. Useless. Yes. Do not make the pathetic error of clinging to the old rugged cross. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it goes on and on like this, just constantly attacking the Bible and Jesus' divinity. Yes. It's, this is not just some innocuous uh, uh, self help. This is an antithesis to Christianity. This goes at the heart of sin. Uh, And again, this idea of maya, you're going to reject the whole idea of sin, sickness, and death. We find the same thing in Christian science. We find the same thing in Unity School of Christianity. We find the same thing in the Church of Religious Science. All this is part and parcel of of New Age forms of spirituality. Nathan, you uh, came across some quote in uh, one of the books, I think by, uh, was it Butterworth, uh, entitled yeah. Discover oh, yeah. the Power Within You. That very title is a, kick, a tip-off. Eric Butterworth is one of his important books, he said. Okay, in this he says, Jesus did not come to teach us how divine he was. Now, is this Oprah talk, quoting? I uh, know, this Butterworth? is Eric okay. Butterworth's yeah. book, but she did state his book. Uh, Jesus did not come to teach us how divine he was, but to teach that divinity is within each of us. Now, that to me sounds like the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. the first temptation. That and Satan Oprah did. said of that, she said, her yeah. quote, that if that, that if Jesus did claim exclusive uh, divinity, then he was the biggest egotist that ever lived. Yeah, it really is always going to come back down to the Garden of Eden. Now, Eric Butterworth was one of the most renowned uh, teachers, philosophers in the area of something called Unity, Unity School of Christianity, which is a New Age religion. He died, I think, in 19, uh, or 2003, something like that. But he was a mo- one of the biggest teachers of Unity School of Christianity and this whole idea of New Age. So this is one of Oprah's uh, mentors. Uh, she uh, appreciates what she has to say. It's an attack on the deity of Christ. And it always comes back to the Garden of Eden with what the serpent uh, told to Eve. You will not surely die. This is a promise of immortality apart from the God of the Bible through reincarnation or whatever means you're not going to really die. Secondly, your eyes are going to be opened. This is what the New Age calls enlightenment. Mm. In, this, in, in this enlightened state, the third is the kicker. You will be as God. Yes. What they're going to teach you is that you are God. You just don't know it. This is, it parallels exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden with the uh, temptation of Eve from the serpent. You know, this all reminds me of something that happened to me years ago back in the mid-80s when I was uh, speaking on cults at a conference in Denton, Texas. And uh, I mentioned that the Unity Church is a cult, and I gave some reasons. And afterwards, two uh, college kids, because Denton is a big college center with a couple of universities there, came up to me, two girls, and they were incensed. And they said, how dare you call the Unity Church a a cult? We're, We're a member of the Unity Church. And I said, well, does your preacher ever preach from the Bible? Well, not really. They talk about philosophy and so forth. I said, and said, said, in fact, we got so upset about that, we went to our pastor and we said, would you preach a Bible sermon? And he did. And she pulls out this envelope and she has the notes on the back. She said, this is the, the sermon he preached last Sunday, why Jesus believed in reincarnation. Oh. And I said, oh, that's very interesting. Did he give any quotes? Oh, yes. He said, you cannot go to heaven unless you're born again. This is the kind of deception that exists and it's New Age stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And Oprah is just, again... 
she, she may be one of the most visual, visible signs of this, but what's happened to Oprah, this transition from traditional Christian worldview to New Age spirituality, is being repeated millions of times across our country, and Oprah is a main leader. And the in that. ultimate apostasy, it seems to me, that all this leads to is one that she has mouthed herself, and that is this. Regarding the question of whether there are many roads to God, Oprah made this comment. There could not possibly be only one way to God. Does God really care about your heart or whether you call His Son Jesus? The problem of pluralism. and that You're always going to find that the false religions are going to say that there are many paths, many roads, many ways to whatever you call God. And uh, the, the truth of the matter is that's a very appealing doctrine. Oh, it, this and, is the age of tolerance. Oh, mm -hmm. and if, if God came to me and said, James, how would you like it to be? Maybe I would vote that way. But see, <laughs> God never asked me. <laughs> and uh, did you get a vote on that? I didn't. Not at all. And Not so all. we have to, if we're Christ followers, we, are, we are, are bound to go with what Christ himself said. And Christ made it clear when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, on our website, we've got the video of Oprah actually saying that. She gets into Oh, I argument. urge people to go see that video. Because uh, she has a debate with a woman who says, you know, and, and, and she's just appalled. Well, how can you say Jesus is the only we way? We are not misquoting Oprah. Oprah clearly teaches that there are many paths, many ways to whatever you call God. Your wonderful article has all the footnotes. I mean, if people say that you're just shooting from the hip, but all the quotes from what in the shows are all back there in the index. So people And you can it. find that article on the home page of yes. your website, right? Watchman. Tell our viewers again how to get to your website. It's uh, www.watchman.org. Right on the home page, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a picture of Oprah, and you can go there and watch the video for yourself. You can also download our article, The Gospel According to Oprah, and we document, we give you the the sources for where we're getting this so that you can follow up on, on the research as well. And the uh, other thing, folks, that you can do at his site is that you can go there and use their search engine so that if you're interested in Jehovah's Witness, Seventh-day Adventist, uh, uh, Oneness, uh, whatever, you can just type that in. It'll take you to articles on the site, right? Absolutely. And, and they're wonderful. I, I use the site all the time. I really do. <laughs> it's a great site. I don't know how you get so many articles. Huh. Man, you guys must do nothing but sit around and write all the time. Yeah. You ever get sued? Uh, yes, that's a whole other program. <laughs> <laughs> We've been sued twice by the Church of Scientology. Oh, well, they're professionals. Oh, they're, I mean, yeah. they're professionals. Yeah. They sue everybody. Everybody. I mean, they, uh, but uh, they just try to, uh, all they want to do is just intimidate you so that you won't talk about them. Yeah. But they don't ever get anywhere really with those. They just make you spend a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, any final comments you want to make ab about uh, cults? Uh, again, I would like for you to tell our viewers the most important thing. Well, how can they avoid being deceived? Look right well, at that again, camera and tell again, them. Again, what we have to do is we have to be able to understand the Word of God in context, uh, not bits and pieces here and there, to know the truth. The best way to recognize any counterfeit is by knowing the genuine. And the genuine is presented by God through His Word, through the the Old and New Testaments, and that's our best defense on being able to recognize the cults is by knowing the genuine. Well, James, I want to thank you once again for being with us. It's always a joy to have you, and uh, you always ruffle the feathers and open eyes. That's the main thing. You open eyes, and people begin to really search the Scriptures as they've never searched them before, and that's a wonderful thing. Thanks, we Dave. cannot search them enough. Even Paul complimented people on testing what he taught against the Scriptures. How much more so should they test what you and I have to teach about the Scriptures? 
Well, folks, I'm sorry to say that our time is just about up, and we're going to have to bring this program to a close. I hope you'll be with us again uh, next week, uh, same time, same station. And until then, this is Dave Reagan speaking for Lamb and Lion Ministries saying, Look up, be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Did you enjoy today's program? If so, you may want to order our DVD, Hot Topics on the Religious Scene. In this video, Dr. Reagan interviews Mr. James Walker, director of the nation's leading cult monitoring organization, Watchman Fellowship. The DVD is divided into three parts, the crazy world of the cults, the maze of Mormonism, and hot topics on the current religious scene. Mr. Walker will help you identify a cult with some easy-to-remember guidelines, and he relates his spiritual journey out of Mormonism. He discusses a number of heretical movements going on today. This album could be yours for a gift of $12 or more, plus shipping. Just call the number you see on the screen and ask for the Hot Topics on the Religious Scene DVD. Please call Monday through Friday between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Central Time or order online at lamblion.com. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministry, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus.